0: Welcome to The Human Reboot with me Emma Last. We have uplifting, inspiring and diverse reboot stories from people sharing the courageous, honest, authentic and sometimes difficult life lessons. The Human Reboot will provide proven mentally flourishing formulas and practical tips to help you to live life to the full, giving you direction and hope. Make your mental fitness and well-being a daily priority. Learn to pause so that you can get clear and perform at your best. Switch off to switch on. It's time for your Human Reboot. On the Human Reboot podcast today, we have Jane Hume who is a business mentor and mindset coach for health and fitness professionals. She helps them to grow impactful and profitable businesses without damaging their own health family and relationships. She ran her own women's health clinic for over 12 years and previously had a career in project management and business development. So Jane tell me a little bit about the work you do now.
1: Oh, thanks, Emma. Well, I'm in both camps. I'm a business mentor, so that very much is using all my experience from the past and all my skills to advise people how to grow, scale, and run the business with impact, but make um, a business that really uh, supports our own health. And the other side is very much on a coaching point of view. A business, I believe, particularly in the health and wellness space, can only really grow and be successful as much as the person running it grows and is looking after their own health, both mental and physical. So I do, pulling on my um, health background is actually coach them on that side. So it has two two distinct but intertwining aspects to it.
0: And uh, the lovely Jane helps people to really do that through you do that through a lot of structure as well don't you yes um i'm kind of
1: quite a bit of free-spirited woohoo maverick sort of person but i massively love my diaries my structure my planning um i have a little theory that if you do have a good structure ironically which people don't believe it actually gives you more freedom because I think it massively eliminates chaos. I think it massively massively eliminates um, stress in your life. The only thing is you do have to invest a little time in really considering what kind of structure is going to suit you best, what actually you need to do. I think it's like, particularly people who run their own businesses, you massively overestimate what you can do in that week, overestimate in the year, but kind of really underestimate what you can achieve and the impact you can do in potentially three years and five years, 10 years. So structure to me is a huge important part and really deep diving into what you're doing um, and when you're doing it. Coming from a health background, um, a real important thing for me is is running your business respectful of your body. Um, and that's in terms of really considering are you doing the right work in the right energy so um, are you getting enough sleep do you do you wake at a time when are you actually your best energy to do the right type of work? I'm quite a morning person so I tend to do kind of that thinking or um, planning or quiet time here. I wouldn't work coaching clients or doing much past four o'clock in the afternoon. I know when I need to eat I know when the right thing to do. so I do work with clients to actually say, work with your body, with your business, put a structure in that works um, for you. But kind of that structure and planning, like you say, I'm a slight two ends of one scale. While I've worked women's health for a long time, my previous work was in project management, actually in um, aircraft manufacturing and engineering. So two ends of the scales, but have married together rather lovely in this, in where I do my work now.
0: Oh, fabulous. So on the Human Reboot, it wouldn't be right without asking you to tell us a little bit um, about a time where you feel like you've navigated challenge or change or where you have had to kind of take a step back and make decisions or change directions or reboot, as we call it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've just... Uh, pertaining then referencing my previous uh, work so that was obviously joining I'm in my early 50s now so I joined um, you know the typical graduate job and um, I was graduate entry into project management so that's um, particularly around project managing uh, manufacturing of um, aircraft it was military aircraft for British Aerospace so it's the big graduate job and you know I rose through the ranks really well. I mean, I had a lot travelling abroad, I worked on collaborative projects, and you know, it was it's great fun. And you know, I had um excelled well, did all the training. So slowly I'd progressed up some of the ranks, gone into the management levels and was um, promoted, actually then moved down into Farnborough which is the head office into more of a corporate role. Um, but then you hit the thing, I mean I've been there about 10 years, you really. know, and then you start thinking about kind of kids and starting a family and it really struck me that I'd gone this far, but we're talking like, well, 22, 23 years ago. And um, it wasn't a great, I to get pregnant. It wasn't early stages of great pregnancy. And then you just had to come to that point where you think, I travel over an hour to commute to the office, I travel abroad, travel around the country. Um, I grew up in like um, just south of Birmingham in the Midlands, and all the family was up here, living down in London, commuting out to Farnborough and everything. So there was no childcare, which, you know, it's not so long ago, but there wasn't places you could drop a child off at like seven o'clock in the morning, half seven in the morning and, and work till six. And I really thought long and hard and people really, I said, I just can't do this. I can't do it through the pregnancy. I really can't see I could go back and do a career as this. And I kind of made the decision like, well, I'll I'll leave. And I, I did got a lot of flack, actually, a lot of flack from you know, family-like, like, well, you've got, you've made this career and you're throwing it all away. um And yeah, I, then I thought, well, it's just not going to work. So maybe that comes from the, the structure or the time or thinking about stuff, but you know what, it's not throwing it away. Nobody's going to throw away all the training, all the knowledge, all my experiences. I just have to pick it up, pack my suitcase of stuff and kind of take it with me. And I just found another position. I did some freelance work. I did some um, event planning work. And it was okay. I mean, it felt weird to, to technically be told you're, you know, you're throwing stuff away. And I I never really got that concept. Um, and probably for the next, gosh, 10 years, I worked through various, um, I went sort of into event planning and then into freelance, then into business development. I hadn't thrown anything away because I'd kind of taken everything um with me and kind of adapted and then retrained through various circumstances through meeting people and an opportunity to work then into women's health so my kind of reboot was kind of um that realization that one challenge when I had to sit I remember on a train because I lived in in Wimbledon in South London was on the train out to Farnborough and I'd actually thrown up trying to too much information and you know you have that moment where you think I am done with this I really am done I can't see it working a little bit jump that parachute because it's not like I had a in you know that type of high paid position to go to but you know sometimes you have to do that and you have to have faith in yourself belief that it'll work out
0: and which it did. So how did you end up in your um like women's health how did you end up working in women's health
1: that's a very good question I was doing some um freelance events work for um company and there was somebody else there that was doing some work and she was in between working for pharmaceutical company and going back to retrain as a midwife which she'd done many years ago and it's one of those things you just kind of um, very opportunistic to start talking. I've always been interested in health and wellness and that. And she said, Oh, I'm thinking um, you know, working to set up a lot more uh pregnancy classes and antenatal care. And when I was pregnant, I um just carried on exercising and doing quite a lot. And again, that's my first pregnancy, it's 20 over 20 odd years ago. It was kind of like the only thing people did was kind of had yoga and Lay around and thought the confinement, but I still carried on running and stuff. And you got you got quite a lot criticism. I remember in the gym sometimes. People like, going, oh gosh, you know, should you be doing that and harming the baby? And I was just like, well, no, it's all good. Um, so I said to her, God, that's really interesting, and I'd love to kind of combine. I suppose what was a little bit of a passion thing with perhaps bringing it into um, a work thing. So we just joined forces, and it grew very quickly. So we we set up, and obviously with my project management background and operations, it's like set up the company. Started running antenatal classes, and then I did all my training to work in health fitness. Um, I'm also like worked, um, trained up as a a hands-on therapist, remedial therapist, and then started to specialise in women's pelvic health, did a lot of rehab, C-section, hysterectomy, the whole range of women's health progressively added on over the 12 years into my own into my clinic space as well um, then worked for know, about five years Worked for um at an nhs contract which was supporting high risk um sort of high bmi pregnancies in inner city birmingham supporting them with uh pregnancy fitness and nutrition and health advice so yeah like complete like poles apart from where i started um, But like I say, when I look back, no, I didn't throw anything away because every single position and job, even though it was like, obviously completely in a totally opposite, different industry, um, I'm still me. I've still developed into the skills that I've used through all that time. So um, yeah, and where I am now, um, it was always my next transition to take everything I did on a practical level. I've, I've coached for quite a while, coached for an Big education and trade and i did a lot of training um to step into the role of that mentor and um coach then to support people coming through the industry because as somebody who ran the clinic i mean i through that time went through you know marriage breakdown and single mom and bringing three kids up and all the rest of it it's quite hard it's quite hard when you run your own business anyway particularly when you work one in the health and uh, wellness space you know, people coming to you with uh, trauma and pain and, and health problems. And sometimes it can be a bit all-consuming. And a lot of, you know, what I was doing a clients, you are working long hours, you're quite often working in the evenings, weekends, and dealing with a lot of people's emotional issues that you can get drawn in. And it can have an impact on your own well-being and the relationships you have with, you know, your family trying to Established boundaries. So that's kind of a big why for me, just trying to support that now. In my next transition, maybe it'll be my last, maybe I'll stay here for a bit before I go on to something else, but I doubt it. There might be something over the horizon that will take all this lot and put it into something else.
0: So you've mentioned two phrases that have kind of like, I want to know more about. So you said, sometimes you have to jump without a parachute
1: mm-hmm.
0: tell me a bit more about that um that's very much going
1: on gut reaction there's a few few times when I had to leave that job and I thought I'm not gonna be able to do this I didn't really actually know um what the next thing was going to be I did know that where I was wasn't gonna wasn't going to work, and the same thing in a, in. I mean, I've been married twice, but particularly one marriage, it was like, you know, this this. I don't know what's going to behold for the future, but you know, particularly being when you you are you've got kids and that. But jump without a parachute for me is like uh, working the assumption everything will fall into place as long as you just kind of believe, absolutely believe that you know you are doing the right thing for you um and obviously those not yes the kids and that but you've got to do what's right for you even if everybody else is looking at you thinking I think you're a little bit bonkers because then that's when you can jump you can jump and you know everything's going to be all right and also having um pretty much confidence in yourself that you don't know all the answers but you've got enough resources in you to be able to go and find them And also ask for help. Big, big thing. You know, if I didn't know something, don't be worried that you can ask for help. You know, because somebody else has probably got a parachute you can kind of hang on to if you need to, if needs be. But that's my, that's my jump without a parachute theory.
0: So where do you think this faith and belief has come from?
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Um... I don't know. I can't think that I can pinpoint absolutely one um particular instance. I suppose it grows uh it's like a muscle, isn't it? It keeps strengthening. So you've done something and you think, well, actually that was all right. And I took a little bit of a risk. I probably very first job. I mean, um, where I worked was, I mean, I've always, well. Most people class Birmingham as the North. <laughs> in the Midlands, I went to university in like South Wales. And then I came up to the North, to the proper North, up to Lancashire to work. And I remember just coming with the suitcase and thinking, you know, they just put you in accommodations, graduate and like, oh, you starting work on Monday? And just saying, all right, I never really don't know where I am or what to do. But um, I don't know, it's uh, uh, just if things worked out, maybe it was a bit blind naivety I don't know maybe just like well this will work out quite a sense I like people I like that sense of excitement I've moved house quite a few times so maybe I'm just like a bit of an adventure junkie through life
0: so I know we talked about um well you mentioned people have said to you why are you throwing it all away so if you could put that in any other words what would you say
1: just moving on, releasing,
0: releasing, and just,
1: it's just moving. It's not moving away from, it's moving essentially towards something else. Um, And also I really sort of do feel that, you know, you, you do one particular part of your life and then it isn't wasted. It's just a natural transition into something else and then into something you're just moving and releasing into the next life phase. I can't say that anything, because you can't take anything out of your head that you've ever done and you've ever learned um, or you've ever met. You've never met anybody. There's some people you quite like to um, throw away or let go. (laughs) I've got a problem with that. You're not coming with me. You are not coming in my case. Um, But it's okay. It's, you know, I'm not saying it's not, life hasn't always been tricky when you've had those moments but you have to go right you know it's always that sort of half full not half empty approach
0: yeah having faith that the things that you've done in the past have built you with enough tools and confidence to be able to make the right logical decisions plus this gut feeling of yeah um, and you mentioned at the beginning that you're quite woo and spiritual.
1: Oh, yes. I like, uh, for somebody who likes a lot of structure and quite logical. Um, Yes, I do quite, uh, I'm big into um, manifesting and visualizing, very visual person anyway. So just always like journaling, thinking what things could be like, um, pictures of things. Um, even down to my angel cards, which I use. Not all the time, but occasionally, just pulling one out. Um, getting outside, I'm quite um, an outdoor sort of person. So I walk a lot, um, like swimming, like swimming outdoors. Heated pools, not rivers. I'm not that brave. Um, but I'm quite a big connection to kind of nature and that kind of sense of biggerness rather than just in ourselves. if that probably doesn't make a lot of sense but I hope that made a bit of sense what I was trying to do
0: yeah it's like that connectedness to something bigger rather than just um within ourselves yeah and I think
1: I'm fairly intuitive on quite a few levels and whether that comes from just being um through life or what the rest of it. But yeah, there definitely is something, um, I don't like the um, you know, woo woo, isn't it? It almost implies that it isn't a valid thing, but kind of intuitive, like calmness comes from it. I think when you're calm, you can get more in touch with things, but yes, always known to be shuffling my angel cards if somebody needs it if all else fails if I've got no business advice no tactical things just one moment I'll get my angel card out
0: (laughs) (laughs) so how do you switch off to switch on and perform at your best
1: definitely movement definitely movement so um, um I walk a lot Get out. have a dog so she gets walked quite a lot, but um, definitely getting outside, moving, swimming, um, not sitting. If, if, to switch off, some people might say, oh, I just quite like to meditate or chill out in front of Netflix. Yeah, I like doing those things, but my immediate thing would be like, I need to get out, I need to move. Um, ideally by water, which is difficult when you live the south of Birmingham, there's not major coastlines, but you know, by lakes or rivers or swimming. Heated pool, outdoor heated pool, not river. Uh, But yeah, just moving, just seeing the sky, giving some space,
0: Um, that does it
1: for me every time.
0: You're not tempted by the uh, outdoor open water swimming then?
1: No, I've thought about it. I've really liked the thought of it. Um, So like the, you know, the concept, but not the practicalities of actually doing that,
0: No. Mm -hmm. No, know, I'd quite like to try it, but I don't think I'm brave enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's there's not many things I'm scared of. I'm not worried about, like, you know, people worried about spiders and snakes and all those things. I really have quite a problem with, like, rats or little things that scurry around. And I think sometimes by rivers, I've just got this vision, there'll be, like, little scurrying things on the bank. And that doesn't do it for me. And possibly not being able to touch the bottom in water if you actually went and weeds and that type of thing I'm sure everybody if anybody's listening to outdoor swimming I'd probably go what a wuss <laughs> <laughs> or you stick to your heated outdoor pool at your health club then <laughs>
0: <laughs> for me it's more about the coldness
1: <laughs> but uh, I'd, all right, I'd all right with that it's like unknown things scurrying or things wrapping around your legs that would get me
0: yeah I'm not the best actually I was just thinking about that I've not thought about that you've actually put, put more reasons for me not to do it now in my head right Anybody listening, you know feel free to um go and speak
1: to somebody who is an advocate of virtual swimming I think the health benefits are immense just not for
0: me <laughs> yeah, they are. don't worry we have got a podcast with that in um because the health benefits are immense do you have any how-to tips that help you to live life to the full? So your personal flourishing formula for living. Um, my key
1: one, Um, who people who know me do know like a bit of structure and a bit of plan to things. So I definitely think structure um, gives you freedom if you know what you're doing and you're not living in, in chaos, it gives you enough freedom to go and do what you want to do. Um, but I suppose the, my main thing is like, you know, if you need to move on, just jump without that parachute because something will work out. Just have the belief that it always does work out in the end. Maybe not always the way you expected, but something will happen. But if deep, deep down inside you, you're in a job or a situation, or a relationship, and you you deeply know that it's wrong and it's not serving you and it's not what you should be doing, just jump because somebody somebody will catch you.
0: Yeah, and be brave. Definitely be brave.
1: I think it's braver to stay in a situation where you're deeply unhappy. Mm. So you know that you're going to have to cope and I think that is bravery. Like me, just bail <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is there anyone or any community or anything, any books, podcasts that have been a key part of your journey that you might? wish to share with our listeners
1: um gosh probably too many to mention i've i've been on audible for for books and podcasts and stuff for like ridiculous um amount years. i think when it started so i've got nearly about i think about 200 books on there i live i'm a real kind of magpie when it um listens to all sorts of things one of my favorite ones because i just kind of really funny really relate to her i kind of want to be a when i'm a grown-up is uh, mel robbins um, kind of real badass American, sweary, tell it as it is, um, just like cracks on with life. She'd be my kind of like, uh, kind of a space personal development girl crush if I ever had to have one. But I'm quite eclectic. I, I will listen to loads and loads of stuff, probably too too numerous to mention. I've shelves of books here, anything from like. Uh, Women's health, right into business, right into the fast scale of woo hoo So um, yes, variety, variety. I would say, but but Mel Robbins, give me Mel Robbins any day with a with a couple of beers. And I think we'd have quite good fun.
0: Well, thank you so much. If people want to get in contact with you, Jane, how's the best? What's the best way for them to do that? Um.
1: Probably just via um, social media or Instagram. I'm Jane with a Y underscore Hume, no L, H U M E.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much for being on the human and Reboot podcast today. I have loved talking about jumping without a parachute and uh, and really like moving on and letting things go and making decisions to, you know, to move forward being brave or not being brave as we've talked about um and having real faith and belief so thanks for that jane i think that that will definitely resonate with some if not all of our listeners and of course your tips on structure setting you free thank you for listening to the human reboot podcast i'm emma last And if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star podcast review and visit thehumanrebootmovement.com where you can find downloadable free resources, sign up to my mailing list or connect with me on social. So that's thehumanrebootmovement.com. Let's switch off so we can switch on. It's time for your Human Reboot.